The homilies for sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by the reading on which it is based. While these homilies are the same in content as those preached, they have been recreated to improve the sound quality of the podcast. A reading from the first letter of John. Beloved, who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came through water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by water alone, but by water and blood. The Spirit is the one who testifies, and the Spirit is truth. So there are three who testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and the three are of one accord. If we accept human history, the testimony of God is surely greater. Now the testimony of God is this, that he has testified on behalf of his Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God has this testimony within himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar by not believing in the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever possesses the Son has life. Whoever does not possess the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you so that you may know that you have eternal life you who believe in the name of the Son of God. The Word of the Lord. So there's a new movie out on Netflix that we watched last week, and it gave me some food for thought as I looked over this first reading. The movie is called Don't Look Up, and it is about an astronomy professor and one of his doctoral students at Michigan State University that discover a large, previously unknown comet on a collision course toward Earth. If nothing is done, in six months it will crash into Earth and with the force of uh, millions of atomic bombs basically destroy the planet, or at least all life on it. You get the picture. The movie, unlike similar movies in the past, is not, however, about the heroic efforts of the government to avert the disaster, but focuses on the politics and special interests that stand in the way of getting the message out and collaborating on an effective response. It deals with media influence, government corruption, big business, and citizen distrust and apathy. In a metaphor for some of the issues we are dealing with today, two different movements develop, one led by the professor and student, which tries to convince everyone of the impending threat and the need to divert the comet away from Earth, and the other led by the incompetent president and her super-rich special interest donor, who minimized the threat in an effort to put forth a far riskier attempt to break the comet into smaller pieces and mine the large catch of valuable and rare minerals it contains. The title of the movie is derived from the point in the movie when, as it gets closer to Earth, the comet actually becomes visible in the sky to the naked eye, and the people are told to just look up to see it if they have doubts about the imminent threat. This results in the other side developing a campaign that tells people, don't look up. The movie is a satire. It's funny, scary, and sad at the same time. There is no strong religious theme, but the one character who has some faith in God is thankfully treated well by the writers. If you choose to watch it, and I'm not suggesting that you do, but 
watch it after the kids go to bed. After watching that movie, as I sat before the Blessed Sacrament in prayer the following morning, I did what I think most people would do. I reflected on how it would feel to have been in that movie, or more accurately, to be in the situation portrayed in that movie. To be sitting here while a huge, earth-destroying comet is bearing down on us. And all I could think was that I was praying before the one who made the earth and the comet and everything else in between. So what would there be to fear? My second thought was that, like the movie, even though the world is not currently threatened by some giant cataclysmic event, sometimes it feels like we are in a similar situation in trying to convince people to believe in God, in a world that seems so intent on either rejecting or ignoring him. The danger coming not from a giant piece of rock that will destroy us all at one time, but from a lack of response, a lack of conversion, that results in either rejection or indifference to the saving relationship that God in his mercy is offering us. And as a people working toward the fullness of that relationship, we are called to be messengers of that salvation. While the threats are different, the answer is the same. We have to get those folks to look up, to look up to the star over the stable in Bethlehem that leads the Magi in the world to the history-changing event of God's incarnation. To look up, as did Israel to the bronze serpent in the desert, to the salvific act of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. To look up to the Eucharist raised at the consecration, by which that same God become man who suffered and died for us, comes to us up close and personal, so that we can truly be one with him now and forever. For while the comet existed in the great unknown, in our case, Jesus, while also existing in the great unknown, does not stay there. He comes down to take on flesh as this baby human. He comes down from the cross to rise from the dead. And he comes down from heaven, transforming bread and wine into his actual body and blood. So as not to remain some distant far off, beyond reach power, but a source of comfort, strength, mercy, and love present right here and right now if we just look up. If we just look up and see not a comet of impending doom, but the morning star of eternal life. There is nothing in Romans chapter 8 that Hollywood can create, no anguish, no distress, persecution, or famine, no nakedness or peril or sword. For neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor present things nor future things nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is why in John's first letter today he says that the victor over the world is the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, that gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. And through the grace of God, whoever possesses the Son has life. Eternal life is there for those who believe in the name of the Son of God. If we can just get them, 
to look up. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.